So I should stop talking about an elephant penis. Yes, get it out of your system. <laughs> okay. I'm get just it looking out for of definitions. Let me tell you. Ble- I'm just looking for definitions. I'm not trying to get into trouble. I'm not trying to say things. I just I know, if somebody I know. if somebody in the audience knows the technical definite like what the scientific term for it is. Call because, now. Because I found out that that what I thought it was was actually for whales. It's for whales. Not for uh-huh. elephants. You've been calling me a whale this entire this time. whole time. <laughs> And I was wrong. You were wrong. And you'd like to correct it. I'd like to correct this mistake so mm-hmm. that so that the mm-hmm. elephants and whales both aren't aren't insulted mm-hmm. because I'm I'm a, I'm pro I'm pro giant mammal. Yeah. I, I uh we would like to apologize to our audience. We'd yeah. like to apologize to the world. Yes. Um we will fix this. We will fix this. This is gonna get fixed. This is gonna get fixed. <laughs> you mean the whale and the elephant are gonna get fixed? Yeah, poor guys. Oh my well, gosh. Well, they just had too many children. Too many kids. And a lot of baby mamas. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, we got yeah. a real Nick Cannon mm-hmm. situation going on. Mm. <laughs> so if we don't if we don't get them fixed, it's just yeah. never gonna it's just gonna never be, gonna end. I mean, never gonna end. I mean, you know, not enough. Uh, you know, they always say you know spay and neuter your pets. Yeah, but they, they do. don't really emphasize the whale and the elephants. That's true. And neuter because they're the population. Well, actually, I think that's the opposite. We need as many of those things as yeah, we can. Yeah, actually, yeah, some some don't spay and neuter those. Particularly animals. the gigantic ones in Africa with the huge tusks. We those need ones, them. those do not spay or neuter your, your no. African elephant. Do not you spay have or neuter your el- African element yes. elephants. And you probably shouldn't own one either if you're not in Africa. <laughs> yeah, unless you're unless you're part of you know unless unless you're you're you're. Um, Part of an organization that's actively, yeah, yeah, actively yeah. helping them recover. No, I was hinting recovery. at like like the equivalent of a Tiger King, but it's Elephant King. Oh, somebody's calling right now with your uh, oh, with what the, what the elephant thank name is. God, you know what? Bugging we'll, me all we'll, morning. We'll, uh, we'll we'll circle back with you later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just uh, leave a message. Leave a beep. message. Uh, right, this is this message for the Biofriendly Podcast. Uh, <laughs> I'm an elephant uh, expert. <laughs> And uh, a dong spurt, if you <laughs> dong spurt. They're called. Uh, let's make up a name for it. Let's make up a name for it. Let's uh, uh, Dumbos. <laughs> Dumbos. <laughs> Is that why they called it yeah. that baby Dumbo with the big mm-hmm. old ears? <laughs> uh, yep. Disney always sneaks those things in. Sneaky. That was the scientific term right there. Yeah. Check out that Dumbo. <laughs> Look at that Dumbo. Yeah. You can fly with that. Yeah. We were oh. just telling people this weekend at the uh, the. Conference in DC, we were mm-hmm. in how we're a kid friendly show. We are. Should I remove all of that? <laughs> no, I think which a couple of well placed beeps and the okay, kids well have played, no idea. Well placed beeps. I think. Okay. I okay. think they'll have no idea what we're talking. about. All right. Well, we'll listen back to it and yeah. we'll just say what do we all think. We there. were pretty scientific. It that was, was very, actually it was is, actually for scientific purposes. This is an educational show. Yeah. This what the goal was not to go you know vulgar. That really no, wasn't no, wasn't no, what no, it was no, about. No. 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 Yeah, no. No. Hi everyone. <laughs> Hi. We're back. We're we, uh, as as you heard on the last episode with our golf part one and part two. Can you hear yourself, by the way, Veronica? You just checked. I, I you know, just, I, I don't know. Can, oh, yes. There yes. you are. See, you can hear yourself. It's just quiet. Just from one year. It's just the one You're very famous, Veronica. Yeah. When, yeah. when we talk to people at the show, they say oh, yeah. how much they, they, they love, love they Veronica. Love Veronica. Yeah. Uh-huh. Chiming in. They do. <laughs> they do. Like, yeah. this show would not be the same without Ronnie. There were oh. several people at the uh, event who had heard the podcast who didn't know who we were, and they were like, oh, I've actually heard that show. Oh, I recognized your voices. And like, oh, my God, it's you. Yeah. yeah. So we're kind of a big deal. Yeah. Oh. I'm not going to lie. We keep telling them, watch the show. Watch, watch it on TV. Then have, you would recognize us. Then you'd know who we were. But people think that we have faces for radio. Faces for radio. But we don't. We have Faces for television. We have faces. <laughs> television. Yes, television. Not like not streaming. No. 
not not home like like those old like an old box television from the mm-hmm. from the old days. That's You're talking like, like 4K modern flat screen TV. That's the faces we have. Yeah, well, or I, no, you mean the old school. No, you I was thinking a tube. <laughs> okay, you were thinking like old CRT I, I boxy. Think we have yeah, we have faces for you know nineteen eighties and earlier television. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I, I think love so. it. That's that's in now, by the way. It's yeah. in to make things look very dated and yeah. kind of old, like with yeah. the VHS lines. Like the kids love that. Kids love this. They love it. My They're son, crazy about it. My son likes these games that emulate like VHS, and he brought me in one time to give him like. He was making something that kind of looked like one, and he was like um, showing me the lines, and he was like, is this how it was? And I loved that I had to explain that usually a screen, like a blue screen, would be before the tape played. It would be yeah. blue, and then it would switch over, yeah. and the um, the wear lines would be rough in the beginning, but then but they then would kind of they kind of smooth out, smooth and that's out. usually yeah. the, yeah. And so I was like the Because it stretches the first part of the tape yes. as it's going every time, yeah. and the stuff in the middle doesn't get stretched doesn't out. Doesn't get stretched. So you don't have the same problem. Exactly. And so I was explaining kind of the science, and it was so funny, because here he is replicating something that was just a normal part of our everyday life, and I was like, wow, how- And an annoying. One and, yeah, and something that I we don't want back. No, and he was it's like, better it's better now. It looks so cool, and I'm like, oh, is that? It is so hilarious, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Well, it's like I remember asking my mom when I was really little. I was like five. It's one of my earliest memories. I remember asking my mom, "What was it like when things were black and white?" Yeah, like in the world. Yeah, yeah. Like it wasn't a, it wasn't a consideration that the, some of the shows that yeah. I was watching, Mr. Ed and you know Bewitched and these different shows that were in, in black and white. Yeah. That were from, I assumed to their time, that yeah. those were black and white. I didn't think that the cameras didn't have the technology. Right. I thought it was like the world, the world looked like that. used to look like that. Yeah. And at some point, <laughs> thankfully, they invented color and we get to live in this wonderful, colorful world. It's, it's, and my mom just laughed and it's laughed. It's an adorable <laughs> thing to say. Yeah. And I think a lot of us think it. I think I remember even uh, my youngest having the same kind of like, you know, that, that, that you show them something old and they're kind of like, wow, the wow. world used to look so different back then, you know? Wow. Wow. The color in the world the color is just so, world like, is so sepia. Sepia yeah. muted. Was it sepia? Yeah. Sepia, sepia. I say sepia. Sepia. Mm-hmm. I thought it was sepia, but I'm doubting myself. Yeah. Yeah. There's a there's a pronunciation for everything. Yeah. Uh, every every thing. There's every a pronunciation. <laughs> there's a pronunciation. <laughs> well, hey, we better dive in because I I'm doing uh, we're doing a little different tactic because this morning I was with the team. Yeah. And I said uh, and the and the table of uh, writers over there and we I got said a room. yeah writers room over there and I said you guys we got two you know popping stories and mm-hmm. they're kind of both tonally very different from each other which one should we do and and it was unanimous everybody said all of them every bring me everything bring. Everything. <laughs> there was a lot of shouting. Yeah, no. there was. No. So, so we're going to do it. We're going to double I mean, whammy. We're not doing a two-episode podcast. We're doing two subjects in one podcast. Isn't that funny how it's that happens? Sometimes yeah. you have a topic like golf. It takes you two episodes to yeah. do. Yeah. And sometimes you have an episode like this one where you need two topics for one, one yeah, show. We, we just, we're free here. We're, we're easy. Free, we free. let it rip. This is, this is how we flow on the show. <laughs> we flow on the show. By the way, I'm going to say um, I do remember... The, the latest tag that we've added. Do you remember it? Mm. It has to do with a year. Oh, yes. I got it. It's in my head. Mm. So I'm letting you know. <laughs> well, Am I you the one, I'm the one who has to say it. Okay. Well, Am I? You're the one who has to say I it. Want to say, oh, unless you, unless you want to take the constant <sighs> tag and then I do I the, feel like if we change it up now, everyone's going to be mad at us. Okay. So, so then I'm, I'm just going to tell you what it is. Okay. You can have time to think about it. It's about a certain year. Okay. Okay. Certain that year. we've been, that we've been, Podcasting sense. Okay. Oh, ah, it came back. There you go. Oh, yeah. cool. Okay. So the first, 
the first story. I thought was quite a heartwarming tale. Okay. okay. I want a warm heart. Yeah, warm heart. Yeah, if you have a cold heart, which it's cold here in L.A., surprisingly. Right. Very cold. Right. Just don't be, if you have a cold heart, don't be a cold-hearted snake. Don't be, a, look into <laughs> his eyes. That's right. Paula Abdul Ooh. will be so Uh-oh. upset with you. He been telling lies. He's, He's a lover boy you play. He don't play by rules, no. Uh-oh. Girl, don't play the fool, no. He was always a reptile. That's all. I don't know what the heck she was saying in that whole thing, but I know that song well. Okay, so there was a beach in Bournemouth, England. Okay. Bournemouth. Like the Bourne Identity the Bournemouth. Bournemouth, right? It's a great series. Great series. The Bournemouth. <laughs> so it's about a mouth that forgets it's a mouth. Um, yeah, a few with the right trigger words. With the right trigger and words. Then and then it turns like, into oh. just a murderous assassin. It's just like, ah. <laughs> um, but like a murderous tongue assassin. So it yes. like insults somebody and they die. Yes, but it does have a heart of gold and it doesn't mm. want to be a murderous assassin. A, so it's trying to escape from being yeah, an assassin. The Bournemouth. The Bournemouth. Um, so anyway. There is, the story is, using AI and a healthy dose of creative thinking, the Neat Streets campaign has helped reduce litter up to 75% in Bournemouth, England. 75%? Yeah. Are you wondering how they did this? Yes. Okay. So they, they set the stage here of like what they, what they dealt with. It's summer of 2022. The hottest. Did they have trash cans? Yeah. They did. They did have trash cans. Okay. They had waste bins. Because uh, that would be a reason why yeah. there'd be a lot of litter. Yeah, like, yeah, There's yeah. nowhere to throw There's the nowhere to throw anything. Yeah, they had they had the traditional, what it looks like, the barrels, I'm sure, that, you know, you see in the movies that that uh, often, like, in, in, like, homeless cities, there's fires coming out of them. It's like those drums, <laughs> yeah, those oil drums. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, probably yeah. the old barrels. That's old what they drums, had, right? Well, okay, so. No, no, no. No, because I... I I've actually had that experience where I'm out at a beach or a public place or and something. And there's nowhere to throw And anything. there's no trash cans. Yeah. And yeah. when there's no trash cans, I, I, yeah. I mean, I hold my garbage because I'm an environmentalist. Yes, absolutely. But I definitely get the, I get, I understand where people will be like, ugh, and they just toss it. Right. They're like, screw it. Right. If you're not going to give me garbage can, I'm just going to throw it on the ground. Right. Forget it. I'm not even going to try anymore. Yeah. Right? That's the attitude. But that's not what happened no. here. They had no. garbage cans. But still, people were not using them enough. Well, it's lo- local people had complaints because this is so. This basically takes place between summer of 2021 and into 2022, mm-hmm. where the solution came. So, in Bournemouth in 2021, it said they saw a 476 percent rise in litter during one of the bank holiday weekends. Wow, which which sorry when? I just said in May of 2021. 21, okay. 21. So, to two years ago, they they had this increase of 476 percent on one weekend. They're like, this is out of control. Wow. So to come I wonder the, if that was also is crazy, but I wonder if this that was also partly just because that was a yeah, still, holiday weekend after people pa- kind of were coming out of the pandemic, so they were sort of back working again, kind of busy, and then maybe now we're finally taking a break. Yeah, so they just lost their minds, and it was the first summer that people were on the beach again after it had all been clean. Yeah, so the percent rise would really be. Through the roof. Through the roof. But it's, yeah, it's a good point. It's a good point. So it says the local newspaper, they were they were basically saying, combat the issue, the council unveiled a 3.5 million pound seasonal response plan where people were saying, you know, we need to have more bins, more fines, more litter pickers. Uh, don't clean it up for a month and see if people still want to come. Like, these were all mm, the things being said. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But it was Excuse down, me. and this is the this is the line in the article that I thought was cute. It says, "By the end of summer, litter was down by an average of seventy five percent. All the area needed, it seemed, was a little bit of ABBA." What? 
a little bit of ABBA. They brought ABBA out there to, to sing. ABBA was, Please don't trash. <laughs> they were, yeah. Of my, my beach. beach. Keep ding, it clean. Ding. There you go. Ding, 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 ding. Bournemouth didn't become a super trooper in Litter Reduction Overnight. That's a reference to an ABBA song, by the way. Mm. Super trooper. Great song. First, the council brought in Hubbub, an environmental charity that had previously used behavioral change research to tackle littering. Okay. Hubbub then suggested environmental monitoring company Ellipsis Earth undertake a litter survey over a six-month period. So they hired this group, Hubbub, mm. like, we need to solve this problem. So Hubbub was like, all right, we're going to get these Ellipsis Earth people. And I thought this was so cool. Ellipsis Earth came in, a London-based company. They analyzed images, video, and drone footage to confirm what rubbish was being dropped. Mm. It says rubbish because this is a UK Because this article is probably it is. rubbish.com. It's, it's rubbish.com. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you haven't been to rubbish.com, check it. No, it's, what's the, does rubbish.uk? Rubbish.co.uk. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. So they, they, their software could collect several miles of imagery in minutes. They used AI to determine the weight, volume, environmental impact, carbon footprint, and recycling value of each piece of litter. Wow. This is Ellipsis Earth. Wow. They're doing this. They're measuring this data. So our litter recognition technology can rapidly scan photos and videos to identify 47 different categories of litter. Wow. Yes. So they, uh, the team found that people dropped litter every three seconds. Yeah. Every three seconds. They dropped it. Yeah. Just on, they threw it on the ground. Just on, on average. Isn't that crazy to think about like every three seconds, a piece of trash is just falling to the ground. Now, I wonder, um, but this is, we're talking about a, a public popular beach. Popular, public popular probably, beach. there's probably, you know, thousands of people out there. So this would probably be the equivalent. I would guess that this would be like if you go to Venice Beach or you go to Santa right. Monica Pier. Right, this is right, a right. very well-traveled place. So there's a lot of trash. Okay. okay. So that, that it's trash. It's still a lot, but that makes yeah, me feel a little bit. Yeah. Better. So it says the team found people dropped litter every three seconds and that it would remain on the ground for six hours or eight hours on the beach. So they knew that this wasn't like... While they were monitoring, they, it wasn't like trash that was being set down while you go swim, and then right. the family would clean it up. It would be there for the whole day. Right. So we saw instantly the type of litter being dropped was very specific to the day of the week and the location. Okay. Friday and Saturday nights saw extremely high levels of alcohol and drugs-related littering at the rear of the city center beaches. Can we use the technology... <laughs> To gather the drugs. <laughs> Can we, is there some way, like, what is the AI going to do with the drugs? Right, like, like, like... Can you scoop it up and, like, put it in the back of my, um, you know, my, my pinto? Your caravan. <laughs> my caravan. I've got a Dodge caravan, and I'd like you to put all the drugs I in there. I suppose, you know, if they're not using it for something else, they want someone to get rid of it. Right, right, You know, right, like right. maybe they could just, like, you know, use the AI... That's satellite right. technology. Well, that's right. Like, just like, you know, just tell me where to go. That's right. Because and I'll dispose of it in my mouth. Well, that's right. Because or for in my arms. Oh, I mean, environmental <laughs> purposes, I want to make sure the drugs don't go to waste. No, they've got to, otherwise they're going to be polluting. Well, it's it's going to be polluting. And, and like, here's the thing if I go in my, bo- my body, right. then I get rid of them. Right. And then I can process them. I can process you know, them. And you, then they're gone. I've got, I've got a processing system. <laughs> So then, in contrast, Sundays and bank holidays saw large quantities of family-related littering at the water's edge. So even though they aren't druggies, they would drop off uh, nappies, juice boxes, and kids' toys. Children. 
don't let your parents litter. Yes, come on. Get what together. are you doing out there, kids? Yep. Kids. Yep. This is a this is important. Like this is this is your fault. This is this is your fault. <laughs> yeah. You can't you This can't, isn't your parents' fault. They're tired. You can't go out with your parents who you know are just clowns. Clowns. The way they go out there just yeah. just dropping things yeah. left and right and center. You've got to be responsible for your parents, kids. Yeah. Kids walk up to your parents and say, I want to put makeup on you, mommy or daddy, and they'll yeah. go, oh, and then get that white face paint. That's right. Put it on there. Draw yep. the big, you know, the eyes, the mouth, and everything. The, big, the lipstick too and far. And then show them, show them to a mirror, and then say, "Look, you're a clown. No, it's you. <laughs> Look, it's I, you, mommy, because you litter all the time. Oh, I drew your daddy. I drew your actual face because you're a clown. <laughs> yeah, you know, at the beep, even though you didn't say the word. I did. I just uh, yeah, beep. like in like in post. Yeah, just sure. yeah. Even though I censored myself, still censor. Even it. though he didn't actually say the word because yeah. he's better than I am. I am. Yeah, <laughs> let it be known. I am. I am. Yeah, but kids, just this is our. This is how you fix this. this mm. Is you just take some responsibility for your parents. Come I on. know. I know. You have to. They, they're a pain in the butt. You take yeah. them everywhere. They're loud. They're annoying. They take you yeah. where you don't want to go. They eat gross food. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta take responsibility. You for your gotta parents. take. Responsibility, kids. So they took their findings back to Hubbub, which used behavioral change research to tackle the littering. Together, they launched Neat Streets in 2021, an anti-littering campaign across Bournemouth, Christchurch, and Poole. It won gold in the best campaign of the year. And so th- what they did, so they said, and this is really cool and why it spoke to, to me, and, and I knew it would speak to you guys, because mm. this is what we talk about in environmentalism. Mm. It says, from, fig- from finger-wagging to fun. Wow. Historically, the tone around littering has been a little bit draconian, Mm. says Hubbub director Gavin Ellis. The approach we took was to adopt a much more positive, playful tone because that's what people respond to. Hence our show. We've been ahead of the game. (laughs) I'm trying to say we've been doing this for years. Hey. We're better. Hey. We've been podcasting since 2020. No, we've been podcasting since 1823. (laughs) That's right. It was 1823. 1823. (laughs) That's right. Our show's 100 years old. 200 years old. 200 anniversary. (laughs) So out went... What year is this? (laughs) Yeah. Out went finger wagging and 150 pound fines and in came more positive interventions. Hubbub introduced yellow and silver disco bins that played music by ABBA, among other choice tunes, whenever someone deposited litter. They installed glow-in-the-dark bins in unlit spaces. Larger, brightly colored refuse containers were placed close to smaller bins. So... All of this did, it reduced the litter because people started having fun throwing stuff away. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Yeah. So, like, the kids, they're excited because they know, you know how our kids were when they were little. Yeah. If you did, If you saw a trash bin that played a song, they would make you throw away, like, everything. They would be in walking your... around the beach finding trash to totally. throw into it. Because kids it, yes. are like that. Yeah. And what's even more hilarious is people who are drunk and high are like, <laughs> <laughs> so, it's actually the perfect solution for their problem. It yeah. is. It is, and it's yeah. it's it's. So they were. They, Although you know, if if there's well, any uh, left, yeah. Off, off if, if after you know, what do you do with the once it's in the bin now? Right. Like, are you going to take it to a landfill? You're not going to just throw it away, are you? You're not going to, you know, because of course it's a waste. You know, because I, I bet there's no processing it there. <laughs> Look, trash. I, look, trash. I heard I heard Oasis is getting back together and I'm gonna go see him play live and I'd like to bring some drugs. <laughs> no, no, I, I don't see how I can get through the concert without some drugs. Look, Liam Liam and Noel Gallagher are gonna be on stage and I want to bring drugs. It's a stupid but- name. <laughs> 
Noel Gallagher. <laughs> it is Noel. Noel. Liam. Who names your, your, your son, kid Noel? I bet what you, kind of person would name their son Noel? I bet you in overseas, I bet you you wouldn't be called Noel as much, would you? No. It's it's only no. here. No. No. <laughs> so I, I don't know if we've mentioned this on the show before, but uh, being one of Noel's best friends, I've been around him for close to two decades now, and everywhere you go, they say Noel when they read it. My Instagram... Yeah. Uh, feed is not very good. Yeah. But if you were to follow it by accident, Noltron yeah. on Instagram. Yeah. If you're looking for, if you're yeah. looking to follow, if you want to follow some, for a terrible follow. If you want some hot content, hot, yeah, content, hot content, this guy. Half of my posts are me posting people, mistakes that coffee people put yeah. in my... It's yeah. pretty great, though, yeah. when it happens. Yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty cute. Yeah. So before we move on to our part two story, uh, it just says, here was another fun thing that they did. Um, they uh, Another effort that they did as well, the ballot bins where smokers answered a question by depositing their cigarette butt, who's the best footballer, Messi or Ronaldo? And they'd have... Oh, uh, they got to choose one. Right? So I, one. I've seen that tactic before in tip jars. Like when you're in like a, a, a place and they have tip and it says like, which TV show is your favorite? What do you like to binge? And so it encourages people like you can put a dollar or some change on the Stranger side. Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Or Wednesday. Exactly. Like, and make, make people vote. So this was a really clever idea. And that's the kind of cool stuff that I think that these guys are about and that we could definitely use m- more here in the USA of, the, of these games and fun activities that does take away this like, all right, everybody, it's time to clean up. It's like, yeah, well, make it fun, you know? Pretty cute. I mean, it's the smartest thing that I've ever seen on our show. <laughs> it's, it's very <laughs> smart. This beats re uh, bringing back mammoths through DNA's frozen. This, this this beats science, climate science, every single egghead mm-hmm. that we've ever had in the show. That's been a brilliant, you know, doctorate, uh, you know, reinventing morons. the world. Mo- all morons. Compared to this. This is the one. The one who makes... And I'll tell you why. Why? Tell me. Because everybody else is trying to shoehorn some kind of solution to a problem or create a new problem by cloning a thing or doing a whatever. These guys, this is a problem that very solvable. Just got to change people's behavior. And they found it. It's the simplest. So simple. Easiest little trick. And, you, and, and look at that, 70%. 70, amazing. 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 Of course, if it's 70% down from when it went 345% up, well, then yeah. it's not very good at it's all. It's not bad. It's not much better. So maybe it's the crappiest thing we've ever had on the show. It could be. It could be. Yeah. But I want to encourage them to keep doing what you're doing. I think it's great. I think that uh, having music play from a trash can, you know, it's like, it's like having music play from your potty seat. Oh, that's so fun. You sit on the potty and and it goes... Maybe All the things that they give parents to help your kids go poop and pee in the bowl. We used to have a little M&M chart. Did you? Yeah, yeah, because my kids... Look, they're really good at pottying now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're 30. They're really good at it. But what you know, at the time, at kids have it's, it's a it's a they tough thing for kids. You mm-hmm. know, when they're when they got to go from diaper to, to potty training and getting yeah. on that toilet. Yeah, it's, it's a challenge. Yeah. So we had a little chart where you, when you got to the end of the chart, you had to have an M M&M. and M. Yeah, it was so cute. I love it. Yeah, it was fun. Games, <laughs> games, baby. Games. We had an Elmo goes potty book. Yeah, that was our that was our thing. Oh. Was, El- Elmo goes potty. It was like it had an audio part where you'd open the book and his voice would play, and it would like make it seem like oh it's so fun to go. This is the best time. <laughs> <laughs> totally. totally. We're gonna pull the bathroom. Totally, totally. I can't 
I can't go number two unless I read it. I, I, to this yeah, day, yeah. It, it's it's changed my life. I bring it with me everywhere. I'm the only guy here at the office who, if you go into the stall and you hear, it's Jacob's in the stall again. But you know what it does? It clears everybody else out. That's what's so great is all the other people on the floor who use the bathroom, they hear that one lick uh, of that book and they're like, I'm out of uh, here, uh, man. Uh, no more for me. No more. Except for me. I sit outside the door. <laughs> he does. I just listen. And he goes, can I borrow the book when you're done? Almost <laughs> <laughs> world. I sing along. Yep. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. I love that. Oh, so... Now we're going to move on to part two. What? There's another part? There's another part. Ugh. Two for one. But this one, guys. Guys. This one's scary. What? Okay. This is a scary tale because we started out with this really positive, you know, ABBA playing trash bins, cigarette butts, cleaning up trash on the beach. I saw this one and I was like, this one's this one's heavy duty. I don't know right. what we're going to do. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Can if you handle ready. this? I'm ready. Okay. Yeah. Wild super pigs in Canada poised to wreak environmental havoc, Uh-oh. spread disease in U.S., expert says. That's Uh-oh. what it says. Yeah. There's wild super pigs, and they're a problem. Have you heard of these wild super pigs? Yeah. You know about them. Yeah. We're in trouble. We're in trouble. Okay. Pigs are reportedly extremely intelligent. Yeah. If you didn't know this, they are bright, really bright. No, they are. They can grow over 600 pounds and are hard to eradicate. Yeah. Hard to kill. This is because they like to make babies. They do, and I think that you know all those Planet of the Apes movies were saying like we're going to be in trouble because apes are going to take over and become smart and start talking and run the run the world. Right. I don't think we have to worry about apes. I think no. we have to worry about pigs. Yeah. I think they're coming. They're coming for your house. Yeah. They're coming for your property. They're coming yeah. for your schools. They're coming for your guns. <laughs> no, they're coming for your guns, huh? Wow. Not in Canada. <laughs> not in Canada. Not in Canada. No, I just, I want people to rise up in, into action. I figure if I yeah. tell them that, then they'll help us with the If you problem. say that's true. Yeah. They're coming <laughs> hey, for buddies, you. Hey, buddies. They're coming for your guns. You better take care of these pigs. You better take care of these pigs. <laughs> so a crossbred super pig from Canada is poised to wreak havoc on uh, the environment in the United States, it must be dealt with aggressively and immediately, a wildlife, a lo- wildlife expert told Fox News Digital. These pigs are easily the worst invasive large mammal on the planet, said Dr. Ryan Brook, an assistant professor in the Department of Animal and Poultry Science at the University of Saskatchewan in Canada. Okay. These super pigs are actually a cross between a European wild boar mm. and a domestic pig, Brook said. The pigs cause crop damage, destroy natural environments, get into cities, destroy water quality, and can spread disease to humans, livestock, pets, and native wildlife, he also noted. See, this is why I was kind of nervous about bringing this on here, because it's not like this is one of those subjects that we can talk about and be like, well, there's a solution in place. There's not really a solution in place. Well, there's solutions. They're just, they're just, they're difficult to talk about on a, <laughs> on a children's, on I mean, a on a family that, podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah look. So, so, and, and so we're going to, we're going to, we're going to touch on that delicately. Um, they, they do need to be eradicated in some areas and how you go about doing that, um, is, you know, your own choice, I guess. But there are, there are ways of getting rid of these wild pigs. And I think people are working on it. Do they have any suggestions? Are they just sitting here saying it's hopeless we're all going to die? It's it's Fox News, so hopeless. No, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) um, Is it Fox News? It is Fox News. So so it does. See, we take news from everywhere. Yeah, it does. And I thought We'll take anybody's news. Yeah, exactly. And so there are trappers. There are groups. Oh, there is a really funny thing Mm. about this story that that made me laugh. Okay. 
they have this solution to capture the pigs, the wild pigs, and it's called, where is it? It's so funny. A, a Judas, a Judas pig. A Judas it's, pig. Yeah. It's so they, they get the trader. They get a trader. So they basically have a pig with a GPS collar that goes and finds the pigs. And it's, it's, they literally call it a Judas as in Judas betrays Jesus, yeah. the Judas pig. And so this poor pig has no clue that he's, he's Judas. Nah, he's got a necklace on that's he's a like, guys, Look at this beautiful necklace I got wa- from my boyfriend. Walks into these, yeah, he walks into these groups of pigs and he's like, hey guys, like, I don't know if we should trust this guy. He's like, you got no reason to worry about me. <laughs> like, I'm just here to hang out. And then in comes the Calvary. And they're like, thanks, Judas. And he's like, what? I, what? I didn't do anything. It wasn't me. He's it like, wasn't. yeah, tell that to your necklace. Yeah, that's right. God. This whole thing. No. <laughs> yes, isn't that hilarious? So the wow. the let me see if there's anything that um, this all came about because there there's no native pigs in Canada. Anything that sounds like a pig and oinks like a pig has been imported. The first European wild boars were imported in Canada in the 1980s to diversify the country's agriculture. Mm. While these boars sometimes managed to escape their fences after the wild boar market peaked in 2001, some farmers had no more use for these animals, mm-hmm. so they cut their fences. And let them go. Well, you know, it's funny. That, that feels kind. It does. That feels kind. Like the farmers are like, well, we don't want to kill the poor yeah. things. Let's just let yeah. them live out in the wild. Yes. But when they're... The problem with uh, inv- like an invasive species is so because it doesn't uh, generally naturally belong there. Yeah. And so there's nothing that hunts it or kills it. <clears throat> And if you don't have something that keeps a population in check, then it just keeps growing and then it takes over. It's kind of like the uh, the snake problem that they currently yeah. have in Florida. Yeah. Right. right. So, like, uh, you, you just if, when you bring when you introduce something that doesn't belong to an area and nothing can kill it, well, then it's just going to keep yeah going. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I'll, the great example are humans. Yeah. 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 It's true. We just keep. We going. just keep going. Right. Yeah. Right. Um. So I. Yeah. So I, I think that that. Oof. It's a it's a problem, it's but a problem. I, I, I look in Texas, mm-hmm. and I know you know I know they okay, do so, things. It's so its own it's its own country. So sensitive. Uh, if you if you are listening with your kids right now, and you don't want to talk about this subject matter, I can understand. So you can skip ahead, or you can turn this down. We're going to talk about some of the methods that are are taking care of the problem. Go ahead. Yeah. It's, <laughs> In Texas, they have they have wild boars everywhere, and so they'll 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 kind of repopulate throughout the year, and then they have a season, mm-hmm. a time of year when they open up the gates essentially, and people can like freely hunt. Yeah, they hunt them by the thousands. Yeah, and like literally out there with it's not even like a it's not even like a gaming kind of hunt where you where you go with a bow and arrow or yeah. with you if you uh, you take a rifle or you try to sneak up on it. It's yeah. literally. People in helicopters with ARs, wow, just mowing them down. Yeah, because yeah. there are so many of them. Because they are really, good. they really like to to get it on. They do. They really like to get it on, yeah. and, and they and they like to make babies. Yeah, and they're good at making babies, and so the, they they're just the population explodes every year, and so yeah. they then cull it. 
yeah. by letting people literally just use them as target practice. Yeah, yeah. So now I understand because many years ago I, I, I play video games on Steam and in Steam sometimes there's these crazy sales and stuff where you can buy some games. And there was a game that I got in there for like a quarter called Blood and Bacon. And it was literally, it was literally just, uh, you have a, a, a gun and you're just mowing down monster pigs. And I thought, well, I wonder what inspired this game. And now I'm like, oh, somebody who lives around there, grew up around there, was like, this is the game, baby. This is how we do it. This is how we do it. Because yeah. I was like, why, why, why would they go after pigs? The pigs are a problem. Yeah, and there's literally so many that you, you can just, you just fire into a crowd and there's no, mm-hmm. there, yeah. there's, you can't miss. Yeah, exactly. So it says, yeah. and initially, when they cut the fences, initially... This is what the thought was back then. Initially, it was believed that these boars would never survive a Canadian winter, particularly in the harsh cold of the country's prairie provinces of Saskatchewan, Manitoba, and Alberta. Some probably didn't. This was quickly proven incorrect for Mm. the most part, and it presents the second reason these pigs wreak havoc. Science. The super pigs began with a unique set of circumstances. Wild boar farmers were told to cross the wild boar with domestic pigs to make bigger and a, a bigger and longer animal. He said a domestic pig has an extra set of ribs and has a larger, more frequent litters. So they bred them to be bigger and have and babies, to make more babies way more. Yeah. This was great for wild boar farmers, but it was a huge problem when these animals got into the wild. Additionally, scientific concept called Bergman's Rule has come into play to potentially disastrous environmental end. Bergman's rule states that specimens in a species will tend to be larger the farther north you go in their range Mm -hmm. because being big is really important to survival. In the cold. Yeah. In the cold. Yeah, Yeah, in the cold. So these pigs, they cut them loose, and they're like, they'll never survive out there. Not only did they survive, they went north and colder, and they got bigger and stronger. (laughs) Probably hairier, too. Hairier. So, Yeah. So this is proven well, true. Well, I mean, you, you think about it, right? So yeah. what 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 do what do bears do the farther north you go? Right? They they first of all they get massive. Yeah, yeah. And then if you get north enough, their their hair gets yeah. clear. Yeah, right. So, yeah. so like so they can yeah so they can fit into the yeah, environment and hunt and take you down. So I. I, like that, I imagine that over time you'd have these these crazy freakish, you know, polar Arctic, polar, Arctic polar boars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Polar boars. Wow, yeah. that's a whole franchise. Can we pitch that? Let's do it. Polar boars. I mean, there's cocaine bear right now. Let's do polar boars. Yeah, that's the next Sharknado. Yeah, and it's literally just about these like crazy snow uh, pigs. Yeah, you know, it applies to humans too. Yeah. The, the larger, the farther north, the well, larger. Well, think we about get. what humans look like in the in the Arctic North. Yeah, they got bigger. They're very large. Yep. They're very light. Yes. And yeah, and they you know, they live through crazy ass winters. Polar humans. Polar humans. <laughs> we also call them Vikings. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Polar humans. <laughs> this is proven true for the super pig in Canada, with the largest one discovered weighing at well over six hundred pounds. Um, so the, the animal's size, along with their intelligence, has made the super pigs capable of survival in harsh conditions, and therefore hard. To eradicate, and also they've learned how to tunnel into snow caves to keep themselves warm. So these things are smart. How do they, we? When we quote uh, Ian Malcolm, life finds, finds a, a way. way. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's it. Life finds a way. And here it is. This is the section. Um, so it said traditional hunting te- techniques aren't at working that well. So large traps and tracking Judas pigs, wild pig with a GPS collar that will lead you to other pigs. Ground removal teams, fencing, and education are all key. So this is something. Yeah, well, you got a lot of you got a lot of 
a lot of snow. Mm-hmm. You got a lot of forest. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's plenty of places to just kind of hide out yeah. in Canada, yeah. the frozen north. There is. Yeah. And they were saying that when you go out to these areas where these pigs are, that they would burrow into these snow caves and you could see like there was snow and then you just see the steam of the pig's like breath like in these holes in the ground and you'd be like, I mean, that's just it's, it's crazy. It's freaky. It's freaky. It's awesome. So um, I'm here to say... Uh, you love you, Fruity Pebbles in a major way? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How did you know? I just, I figured. I'm here to say that maybe you, maybe you are vegetarian and maybe this doesn't apply to you. But if wild boar and super pig bacon is your thing, it's time to really double down and get to it because we're going to need to kick that demand way up because we got to, we got to, we got to. Uh, trim the herd Yeah, here. We got to do something. Or if you'd like to, um, I have an idea also, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. if you are a billionaire or trillionaire mm-hmm. yeah, and you have an island and there's just like not much going on on the island, it's kind of like, what do I do with all this land? And you don't want to, you don't want to take out the pigs. Why don't you just load them up on a boat, take them out to the island and just make it super pig island. Super pig island, baby. Yeah. And they'll, yeah. they'll just work it out. They can't get anywhere. They can't, yeah. you know. They'll just breed until literally it's just mountains. Of, <laughs> start so, eating each other. Yeah, they'll start eating each other. Yeah. So that's one solution. Any any other solutions? I'm open to ideas. We're just spitballing Let's here spitball how we can get rid of the super big yeah, population. Yeah. 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 Uh, you mean traps and poison and, I mean, I, yeah. I, yeah, they're. Rafi's <laughs> 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 like, oh, okay. Yeah, poison them. Poison them. Uh, it's but br- don't tell them they're poisoned. It's, it's brutal. Yeah. You could do it the stupid Australian way and get okay. yourself in all sorts of trouble. Okay. Yeah, you should introduce something to kill it. Oh. Yeah, and then, then that 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 causes a bigger problem. Oh, it's a hilarious thing. And it's, that's what in they Australia, do. they have two, now we have cane toads that were never supposed to be there, and right. you have these rabbits right. that were never supposed to be there, and you have these these different like yeah, all these different flies. They don't, uh, there's a whole like set of animals in Australia that have overrun the country that don't belong there because they kept trying to bring in something to kill the thing that they accidentally brought. Yeah, 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 yeah. and and. Yeah. And I know, so for some of you that are more sensitive, and we usually don't tackle, you know, subject matter where you're like, oh, something has to be harmed. I do want to put into perspective, this affects you. It does affect you. And you might be thinking, oh, they're fine, leave them. No, they're actually eating our food. They're eating our vegetation. They're eating our crops. And they're eating our animals. And they're ruining um, areas where we need to farm and to be able to make food. So even if they you're somebody... They also eat... What ex- what lives there? They yeah. they eat what what naturally is supposed yes. to be there. Yes, yeah. they eat they eat animals and creatures in the area. They eat chickens that we're eating. They eat a lot of the things that we you know depend upon, and we're talking vegetables and crops and things that we grow. They're destroying. So as as much as we look at it and we go, oh, I love babe pig in the city, or I love porky pig, and pigs are cute. Mm-hmm. Um, there are certain species like this that you go, I know it's a sensitive subject, but they're going to affect you being able to get groceries in your house. They're going to affect your ability to get, um, you know, the things that you're buying at the store because they're going to ruin areas where people are farming and growing. And that's a problem for us as a people. So as much as people can come on here and be like, well, let the animals be. And we as humans, you know, shouldn't affect their environments. No, this has gotten out of control. And because of crazy science ideas of breeding them to grow larger, um, we've caused our own problem here and we need to fix this problem. That is kind of hilarious. If you think think about the, uh, I mean, no, this is hilarious, but it's a little bit, it's so human 
to to come up with the idea of well, I've, I've got to have a I want to have a larger pig right. that's going to have a better chance of surviving in Canada that will breed easily, so I can have lots of them. And then I can slaughter them and I can make lots of money on the ham and the bacon and the pork loins and the, yeah, this is going to be great. This yeah. is going to be really, it's brilliant. Yeah. Let's just yeah. put these two pigs together. We're going to make, we're going to yeah. make a perfect yeah. pig that I can just yeah. go to town on. Yeah. And then, you know, you have trouble selling it. Not as many people want it as you thought. You're like, oh man, I spent all this money breeding these crazy pigs together. And I have these yeah. pigs everywhere and I can't afford them. And I just, I just want to eat yeah. cows or I just want to grow yeah. corn. Yeah. And then... You're like, well, I'm going to let them let them go. Yeah. It's like, but you bred them to be survivors. They weren't naturally that In your way. area. Yeah. 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 We did, it, we did it to ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. So I say we kill the farmers. Oh, that's a fair, that's a fair plan. If we put them out and, yeah. then, and then we get, we get in a helicopter and put them on, put them on trial. Yeah. Get some guns. Well, Televise it. Do we have to have a trial? No, 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 no. Let's just put them on TV. I don't think, These that, are the farmers uh, yeah. that bred the super pigs. I'm kidding, farmers. I'm joking. I have I'm an idea. Sorry. Terrible I, joke. I have they, an idea. They, they probably feel awful. I love farmers. I love farming. And I get that it's a problem. You're trying to make a profit. It's difficult. I'm sure it's incredibly difficult in Canada to have you know a successful farm. And then it it's, is. And look, it's probably. And we're, we're kidding around. But at the same time, hey, guys, if, um, if a shark, well, we don't really eat sharks, but I was going to say, if we a shark. Start. Yeah, we could start. I was going to say, if a shark, you know, you go, well, I know what would make this shark even better is if we breed it to have laser beams. Um, yeah. Don't do that. And swim in swimming pools. <laughs> swim in swimming pools. Don't do that. We're going to breed this shark then we're gonna... to go in swimming pools and have laser beam vision. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. Even if you think it'll be really cool. Yeah. By the way, that's a reference to Austin Powers. Yeah. Uh, sharks with freaking, freaking laser, laser beams. Um, you know, it's it, look, there's a lot of apex predator species in the world. There's mm. a lot of animals in the world that if we give them abilities to hunt and kill and do things even more efficiently, it's probably going to bite us in the, in the booty. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they were trying to make a difference and they set them free and now we've got a problem. So it's a problem we have to answer. So this isn't one of those, uh, this is really just to let you know, especially cause you guys listen to the show are the majority of our audience is in the United States and it does say incredibly intelligent, highly elusive U S faces new threat from Canadian super pig. It says Northern States on alert for invasion. So, I don't know if you need to be looking at your window, you know, with your with your shotgun at the ready. Mm-hmm. But these, this is something that they're you, coming for your guns. They're coming for your guns. <laughs> they're coming for you. So you need to be aware that uh, if you do sp- spot, you know, uh, pigs in your woods in your area where you live, and you listen to the show, you probably should report it because somebody needs to get out there and trap them and take care of the problem for you, so that they don't continue to breed and they don't continue to walk all over farms and agriculture and things and systems that we need in order to survive. So there it is. There it is, folks. You've been warned. Super pigs. You see something, say something. See something. If you see a super pig, say something about the super pig. (laughs) Don't try to fight the super pig. No. No, definitely not. Don't be a hero. Yeah, don't be a hero. They're they're 600 pounds. They are. They're huge. They're huge. (laughs) I like pigs. I'm a big fan. My, 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 my friend, when I was growing up, had a pet potbelly pig wow. um, for a very short while. And I, it was so cute and so fun, and I loved it. But these are, these are different because these are bred with the, with the wild hogs. So they don't, look like, they don't look like Babe. That's what I'm trying to say. You ever seen Babe? Babe, Pig in the City? Babe, the, the movies? It's the talking pig? 
So cute. No. Yeah. Only this is Charlotte's not the movie Web. you want to watch right now, though. Only though. Charlotte's no. Web. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlotte's Web is great. Yes. Another great pig movie. That was a big thing when we were kids, is, is talking animal movies. Talking animal movies were yeah. all the rage. We definitely yeah. had an, an era. I think the last one they did was the Dr. Doolittles with Eddie Murphy. They did Dr. Doolittle where he had all the animals that talked to him. Mm-hmm. But, it's, but since then, we haven't had. But you're right. When we were growing up, there were tons of talking animal uh, movies. Yeah. Because it was a big breakthrough to make something that couldn't talk. Like, look who's talking. Well, no, look who's talking was all in his mind. What am I talking about? I'm an idiot. I feel so stupid. You're not an, you're not an idiot. <laughs> Don't, say Don't say that. You're not no, an idiot. The technology of being able to make something's mouth move like it's talking was yeah, a real Yeah, that was the break. E-Trade baby, I yeah, think, the, was e- where they yeah, did that one. Yeah, where yeah. they made it talk. Yeah. So anyway. Well, guys, we did it. We did a double whammy episode. And we didn't even, you know, how sometimes we get on one subject and we run for like an hour ten. We did it nice and efficiently, in and out. I feel like we had a good um, podcast time. And I think that's a good wrapping up point. I'm happy. Yeah, yeah. And if you do have solutions for trash that you want to see here in the U.S., yeah. let us know. Yeah, and trash. we'll we'll you know if you want songs, we'll pass it on to the correct. Pass it on to the yeah. people. Yeah. And then if you have solutions for stopping the pig army that's coming for you, yeah, uh, let us know. And if someone could tell me what an elephant's penis. Is. <laughs> It's, uh, it's called with the scientific definition. Yeah, if you could get that. Actually, can we make that number one? Yeah, let's put that to number one. Number one, let's move that to the first thing. Because we need to know that one. We need to know that first. Because right I can't handle the trash bin problem or the pig problem until, until I we know, know. <laughs> if it's a dumbo or what. Yeah, what the, what the technical. What the technical term yeah. is. So if someone could, if you guys could give us those, those three things. Yes. And then, so, and then tell your friends about yeah, the BioFriendly. Tell your friends. Yes, that's he, he said it perfectly. Tell your friends about the BioFriendly podcast. We spent some time with people last week in D.C. who had heard of the show, and we recommended it to a lot more people. And everybody who listens to the show goes, I had a great time. I learned something. And so we need your help. So spread the word. Yeah, people seem to like they it. They really like the show. And that's the thing is that because we're an environmental podcast and we're not doing murder, no. Or we're not doing, you Septive, know, deceptive wild boars in Canada. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're yeah, yeah. Exactly. We're there's a mur- little, there's mur- murder. There's there. a little bit of murder yeah. on that yeah. one. But we're not doing, and we're not doing something like really offensive or that works yes. people up into a frenzy. Yes. And then we're also not doing really dirty comedy. Right. You know, we we really dance on that PG line. Mm. We're like on the, you know, I mean, honestly, look, one we bleep, and then everything that we say on this show is could be on TV. Absolutely. One hundred percent on regular television. <laughs> So we're clean, yes. and so all of those factors make us in the in the iTunes store and on Spotify. A lot of times, people are looking for stuff and they think, "Oh, environmental." That's stupid. That's, that's dumb. Those that's guys are me. Boring, and, and they're going to just judge scientists me. And they're and scientists they, they and hate. dorks, and Dark. they they wouldn't dare talk about an elephant's penis. But no, uh, we just oh, we just oh, did. we talked about an elephant's penis. Lo and behold. And we used the word for a whale's penis just a moment ago. We did. We did. So. And we talked about bins that sing ABBA, and we talked about uh, super pigs that are coming for you. <laughs> so we do all the things. Yes. So without your help, we're never going to get this show to be recognized by the Smithsonian uh-huh. and by uh, the world around and mm-hmm. recognized as the greatest podcast in the world. So we mm-hmm. need you. So recommend it, review it, share it, post yes. it, all those things. Tell the things. Science without the stiffness. Yeah. Green without the gross. Yeah, green. I don't know. If science without the stiffness. Green, green without, without the, the groaning. Gross. <laughs> green without the groaning. Yeah. Let's. That's that's a tag. Is it? It's a science tag. Without, I got a tag. Yeah, science without the stiffness. Green without the groaning. Yeah. That's great. 
I love it. Write those. Write them down. <laughs> write that down. Okay. So with that being said, um, thank you for joining us again, and uh, we'll see you next time. We have been your beacon of light in a gloomy environment, bringing you top quality content since eighteen twenty three. There you go, baby. And science without the stiffness. And do you want to do the second one? I think it's one. Okay, right? okay. Yeah. Science without the stiffness and green without the groaning. <laughs> so good. And before we get out of here, Veronica, of course, says. Uh, <laughs> stop. Oh, yeah. Stop and smell the flowers. Yay! Yeah. I, I, I love the flowers. It's the Bio Friendly Podcast. It's the Bio Friendly Podcast.